Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Activating the power to create. And so this morning, we'll be looking about activating the power to create via the mystery of the communion. Activating the power to create via the mystery of the communion. Now, definitely, from the first to on the third of this very particular month, we've prayed on different kind of prayers, different strategy, which was number one. I remember we were engaging the power to create via prayer prayer and fasting and also i remember breaking the limit on our creativity which was day two and on the day three which was yesterday we engage the resurrection power of god when it comes to our creativity and so this morning for lack of better which is going to be the part four of this very particular series of creativity we are looking at activating the power to create via the communion. There is a voice that is a power that the communion carries. The ability for you to engage in the mystery of the blood of Jesus and the body of Christ. There is a force that that very particular mystery carry that can be able to activate, open up you for the mystery or for the creative ability that is resident in Christ. And so because of that, this very particular morning, if you are writing, I want you to write this very particular test down because we'll be reading through this very particular test and this is where I'll be building my message this morning, which has been titled Activating the Power to Create. And so this morning, our test place, I want you to write it down. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 16 to 17 and 27. Colossians chapter 1, 16, 17 and 27. Colossians chapter 1, 16, 17 and 27. And also in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. Hebrews 1 verse 2. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. And also, Acts of the Apostle, chapter 17, verse 28. Acts of the Apostle, chapter 17, verse 28. And also finally on our text, John chapter 1, from verse 3 to 5. John chapter 1, from verse 3 to 5. And so one of the things I want you to understand here this morning is this, beloved. Every born-again child of God has the power to create because he is born of God. Every born-again child of God, the moment you gave your life to Christ, the power for you to create was already embedded on your inside. No born again child of God does not have the ability for them to create. Because why? We get to see from the God class where we came out from. In the beginning the Bible says God created. So which means if God can create from the beginning, every of his children that will come out of his loins definitely must carry the embedded ability for them to be able to create. And so because of that, the ability for us to understand what are the mysteries what are the things that we need to engage in that can guarantee our ability for us to create and so because of that this morning let's look at the mysteries some of the scriptures that give us guarantee and understanding that the creative ability is on our inside let's look at the book of colossians chapter 1 from verse 16 17 and 27 colossians 1 16 17 27 the bible here says i'm reading from the passion translation it says here he said for in 
him was created the universe of things. He was making us to understand him. From in him, this in him here he was talking about, he was talking about the person of Jesus. He said, for in Jesus was created the universe of things, which means everything you are seeing. He said, both in the heavenly realm and on the earth. He said, all that is seen and all that is unseen. He said, every seat of power, realm of government, principalities and authority. He said, it all exists through him and for his purpose. He said, he existed before anything was made. And now, everything finds completion in him which means every creative ability everything that must be completed everything that is in process whether in process out of process or maybe ability to be in process he said everything he said find completion in him he said living with you now let's begin to see living with you which is the person of christ that is on your inside he said is living with you is the christ who flood you with the expectation of the glory Christ flood you with the expectation of the glory. This is the mystery embedded within us. It is a mystery called Christ that has been embedded within us. Becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with, filled with the riches of his glory for his purpose. And God wants everyone to know of this. He wants everyone to know of this. God wants you to know that you can create. God wants you to know that the Christ in you is an empowerment for you to create. The Christ that you have accepted, the day you raise your hand up and you make that confession, because a lot of time when we make the confession, the salvation confession, we thought that it's just an escape route of the pain on earth. No, it is not an escape route of the pain, but it's an empowerment to deal with the pain, because why? The creative ability of God has already been injected in you huh, when you raise your hand and said lord jesus come into my life the day you gave your life to christ the fullness of godhead becomes dwells in you bodily form and so he said it here he says all exists through him he said and for this purpose the ability for us to create all exists through him all exists everything he says it exists through this very particular jesus and so the day you came into christ the creative nature was also born into you i'll repeat it again the day you came into christ the creative nature of god was born into you and so because of this understanding what then do we need to know and how do we need to activate this very particular thing but i want you to be patient with me because this morning it is going to be interesting and you will see it practical stuff that you can do that will constantly continue to activate the power to create on your inside now let's look at the book of hebrews chapter one Hebrews chapter 1, the Bible here says, um, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2, still on the Passion Translation. He said, but to us, uh, in the last days, uh, God now speak to us openly in the language of his son. God now speak to us openly in the language of his son. He says the appointed heir of everything. The appointed. See, Christ is the heir of everything. He said for through him, God created the panorama of things and all times. He said through him, through the person of Christ, God created everything. So which means the moment we're looking at the book of Genesis chapter 1, for instance, when we hear God said, and the Bible says, and God said, let there be light. God was creating the light, O Lord. When we creating the light, 
right with Christ. As he was saying, let there be light. Christ was making the light. It was through Christ those things was coming. And so because of that, I want you to begin to picture that very particular circumstances in your life. And you go into the scripture to look for a corresponding scripture that can match the problem you are going. And you speak that scripture. You are speaking Christ that have the ability to create into that very particular thing. You are speaking Christ. Maybe they said to you uh, that this very particular month uh, or the doctor have said to you uh, that this month is the last month that you will see. You go to the scripture, you look for the covenant, uh, the covenant principle that engage uh, or that give back to long life and prosperity. And as you speak that thing, you are speaking life. You are speaking long life into existence. It makes us to understand here. He say he has been that Christ has been appointed the heir of everything. He has been appointed the heir of everything. And this is one thing I want to say. I think I remember last week Sunday. No, last week Monday. Yeah, last week Monday. I remember when my wife was doing the Bible study. If you're not watching that Bible study, please, I want to encourage you on this very particular, what's called tomorrow at exactly 7.30. Please, I want to encourage you. Make sure that you are tuned in. It's going to bless your life. She said something for me that was very interesting. Any, any message, any church that does not preach Christ, that church is not a genuine church. My dear, I'm so sorry, I have to say it. Any church that the center of the church is not Christ. If Christ is not magnifying that church, you are in trouble. Because why? Christ in us has been us to understand that is the hope of our glory everything that we want to see all oh, like the scripture we are seeing everything no matter what that church is doing if they don't put christ at the center of the conversation my dear you are in a serious trouble you are in a motivational conference or probably in a, in a coaching event that they are coaching you it is not christ embedded and so because of that we also see the book of act of the apostle chapter 17 act of the apostle 17 28 the bible makes us to understand here he said it is through him I am trying to paint a picture for you so that by the time you take this communion, as you are taking the communion, you are picturing Christ. That it is through him, like the Bible says here, it is through him that we live and function and have our identity. It is through Christ that we live. I want somebody to look at that scripture one more time. It is through Christ that we live. So currently now, looking at me or listening to me, wherever you are listening to me from, it is through Christ that you have the capacity to do so as a believer. It is through Christ. So because of that, you know that as Christ lives, that you cannot die. You know that as Christ is still existing, you you determine the day you die. I remember there was a particular time, and one of the daughters of this commission, we were having a conversation and say, Pastor, um, um, uh, you know, what of if my time on earth, or maybe I have finished what I want to do and stuff, and I quickly cut that very particular conversation. I say, I determine when you die. It's okay. Because one of the things in which I understand that it is through Christ I have my being, it is through Christ I live and I function and I have my identity. And so because of the covenant of long life on platform church, that the minimum of platform church, the minimum that should die should be 70 years old and i said to her quickly i said if you want to die at least try to get to 70 from there now we can decide in fact that 70 i still have to decide because why it is true christ i make my confession it is true christ i make the creativity the creation of what i want to see happen in platform church he now says here he said it is true christ that we live and function and have our identity he said just as i said just as your poets have said he said our lineage comes from him our lineage comes from him our lineage comes from him and so because of that very particular understanding now let's look at the book of colossians chapter 2 from verse 8 to 10 colossians 2 8 to 10 the bible here says 
He says, and through his creative inspiration, I, I, you see, I'm giving you scripture that will make you to understand that this creative stuff you are talking about, it is real. He said, and through his creative inspiration, the living expression made all things. Which means the creative inspiration, the living expression of Christ has made all things. He said, for nothing has existed apart from him. He said, a fountain of life was found in him, for life is light of for all humanity. Which means this creative person we're talking about called Christ, he has life in inside him. He has ability for you to have a living expression. Whatever you want to create is available with this very particular Christ. Whatever you want to see happen in your life, it's available with this very particular Christ. I know that you say you want to stay in intensity in South Africa. You want to stay in Banana Island in Nigeria. You want to stay in what you call in Dallas, Texas, and the state and you know what's called in USA. Wherever you want to create in Christ, it is possible. The ability for you to have a divine health in Christ, you can create it. The ability for you to create your own world in Christ, it is possible. And so, because of that tonight, this morning, I decree everyone under the sound of my voice, every lie of the devil that has hold you bound from being creative i hereby destroy them this morning in the name of jesus we also get to understand them in that very particular scripture he says also which is colossians chapter 2 i'm reading on verse 9 he said for in him dwelleth the fullness of the godhead bodily in him dwelleth the fullness of the godhead bodily colossians chapter 2 verse 9 in him dwelleth the fullness of the godhead bodily which means the godhead himself is already on our inside the godhead himself which means everything that constituted the godhead which is god the father god the son god the holy spirit it, in fact as a matter of fact for us as new believers it is god the father we his children and the holy spirit and so the fullness of that is already operating in our bodily form. We see it in the bodily form in the person of Christ. And when Christ was living this very particular earth, he said it to the people, he said, as the Father has sent me, he says, so sent I you. Which means everything of what the Father has sent through me, I am also using that very particular system to send you also to go in and do that. He now says, he says, Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, he says, for in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And verse 10 says, he says, and ye are complete in him. You are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. You are complete in him. I know that you are streaming, watching me, and currently now you are sick in your body. I want you to say this after me. I am complete in Christ. I am complete in Christ. I know that you are looking at your business. There is a lack in there. I want you to say this after me. I am complete in Christ. I am complete in Christ. The reason why I am forcing you to say this, when your mind captured the reality that you are complete in Christ, you will begin to create the equivalent value of your completeness that you have understanding for. When your mind has captured how complete you are, you will begin to create the equivalent value or the equivalent excellence to match up to that very particular lack that is currently existing. Because why? You are complete. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing short and nothing going anywhere you are complete in christ we also see in colossians chapter 1 colossians chapter 1 verse 27 it makes us to understand here colossians 1 27 he says here he said to god will to make known which of and to make known what are the riches of his glory of his mysteries among gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory god has made known this mystery what is the mystery 
the mystery of Christ in you. My dear, I don't know what you want to create this very particular month. And I don't know for you, maybe for you, you are like me, this very particular second half of the year. Because the last time I checked, when the match was played at the beginning, it looks as if the devil came to win. And this is me now going into the soccer business. Now, when the match was played from the very beginning, it looked as if the devil win. Because when God created man in his own image, the enemy came and changed this position. And before we know what was going on, it now become one one because why when god created her it was one zero the enemy came and changed the game it was now become one one but thank god now now the second half of the game came and we saw jesus when he showed up entered into the field and before we know what was going on jesus played the same match and the match he beat the devil down and when he finished beating the devil do you know what he did Jesus did not just run and carry the victory to heaven. Jesus now decided to say, I want to show this devil that I have the ability to constantly win him. And this is me, Christ. I will go to heaven and sit down and create more Christ on earth that will continue to win this devil. My dear sisters and brothers, I want you to understand this. You are a winner the moment Christ comes on the inside of you. You are a winner the moment you are waking to the consciousness that the Christ in me is the hope of my glory because why when the match was played yes it was one one in the old testament but when jesus showed up in the new testament when he was hung on the cross of calvary the fullness of who he is immediately you accept him was injected on your inside and devil now knew finally that this match i cannot recover from this and you know too well when the referee has blood and said the game is over no matter how the opponent is trying to attack whoever had the highest score that person has one the same thing also applies to this very particular match the referee was god and when he blowed her jesus won the match and when he won the match on the second half of it all of a sudden that match the victory and the system was embedded on your inside so that you also at every point in time the same way jesus won the match ability for you to win the match i don't know what is that very particular match you feel in the first half i don't know what is that very particular game you engage in on the first half and you fail woefully i am here to introduce you to you again i am here to tell you the christ that is on the inside of you that christ has won the match the christ is counting on you the earth is counting on you god is counting on you for you to go back into the future and show the devil the stuff that you are made of that if my god can create her my jesus can create her i also i can create her and so therefore i speak upon your life as you partake of this communion today everything that needs to be created that needs to be activated on your inside it shall be activated speedily in the name of jesus and so because of that this very particular moment how do we because i need us to have this very particular understanding how do we activate the power of god how do we activate the power of God? Because whether we like it or not, we need to activate this very particular thing. Like I said to you this morning, that Christ in you already, the Christ is already on your inside. You see, one of the things I remember yesterday, my wife and I were having a conversation around when it comes to the issue of the nature of sin and the nature of Christ. And this is the thing here that, 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 that we end up agreeing because, you see, sometimes me and my wife, we just, we just play with the scripture. You can't blame us. Uh, we, live, we live in this. We live in Christ. We're born in Christ. We do all this. So our totality was this. And part of the things in which we're talking about is the fact that the day you gave your life to Christ, and this is where I want to bring this very particular thought, the day you gave your life to Christ, all of Christ was downloaded on your inside. All. I mean all. I mean, hear me and hear me well. All of Christ was downloaded on your inside. The ability for you to lay hand on the sick and they recover, it's on your inside. 
The ability for you to speak a thing and it comes to pass is on your inside. Everything that you see Christ do, I think maybe saying this for you this morning, it will make you find the, for lack of better, find the passion and the sweetness to see what your Christ did in the Bible so that by the time you see it, it gives you a picture that I can do this. Because what you see is what you can take. What you don't see, you don't have access to take it. What you see is what you can take. What you don't see, you don't have access to take it at all. And all of a sudden, we were now talking concerning the whole issue that when you receive this very particular Christ, the nature of Christ is now on your inside. And the nature of the sin, of the, of the devil, what's called the nature of sin, which is coming from devil, it is no more in you. But this is a funny thing. You can have the nature on your inside with its own effect and its own plugins, for lack of a better word, let me use it as, a, as an IT term. Its own plugins, its own, um, for lack of a better word, um, app or system in it. Everything in it was in that Christ. But do you know something? Just like you download the app on your phone. For instance, those of you who are using WhatsApp, or maybe you are even currently now streaming on Facebook or YouTube, do you know that the moment you download your Facebook app on your phone, the, the, the ability for the app for it to stream like this, it is possible. The ability for that app to stream, it is possible. But do you know that until you go in, you sign up, write your name, put your phone number, verify, that is dependent on what that app decided to ask you for. As you begin to feel those very particular things, after you finish and you finish verify, you open the app, you begin to see possibility. But there is something that you must do. The app is already on your phone. But you have to fill in the information to make, to activate the app for the app to function in your life. The same thing also applies to you this morning. The Jesus is already on your inside. And so this morning, we want to now look at what are the things that I need to do for this app called Christ that is in me, for lack of a better word, for the app that I have on my inside called Christ, for the creative ability, because this morning's service is called the creative ability, for the creative ability that is already in me. Pastor Darlington is saying that I can create, and I know you are looking at your office, you are wondering, my office, yo, how, my dear sisters and brother, you can create that office. The Fortune 500 idea you have on your head, you can create it, whether it becomes tangible in your heart. But let's look at how to activate the power of creativity. How to activate that? Number one, let's look at it this morning. Number one, your position in God. <laughs> your position in God. I'm talking now this morning to believers. Your position in God. What position are you currently occupying in God? Are you the one that has a drive-through position? Or you are the one that is a settled and grounded position? Because my dear sisters and brothers, this is one thing I want you to understand. No matter how much a father loves a child or their children, the father will never, hear me, waste the resources on the one that will never be settled and grounded on the things that he wants the child to do. Never. No matter how. For instance, I know too well, by the time we are growing up, my father, for, for strange reason, as much as yes, he loves every one of us. Don't get it twisted. He loves us. He makes sure that we have food to eat. He makes sure that we go to school. Everything was there. But he will always spend time with the one that has his heart. He will always spend time with the one that he knows that, okay, if I call you Vic, or I call you Joe, or I call you Ima, or I call you Steve, the one that he knows he spent time with, that is the one that has the heart of him. And as a matter of fact, it's even funny because I can even say this very well on air because I know possibility that my family may be watching. The person that spent more time with my own biological father was my younger sister. For strange reason, if you want to get something to my younger sister. So there are some certain things, even me, the firstborn, if I want to find out about my own biological father, I go to my younger sister. It is not because my father is not available. 
But because I did not spend time, I did not position myself well, like, the, like we say it in broken, I did not position myself well with my father. And so because of that, the information was not there. But now, guess what? When it comes to my mother, because I position myself so well in her, there is nothing that my mother will be thinking now that I don't know. I know you say, but Pastor, how? There is nothing because why? Even outside of the comfort zone or outside of the country my mother is now, I bet you we talk more because why? I have positioned myself with my mother to the point that as she thinks, I think. To the point that when she's having a headache, I have the headache. To the point that when she, because why? I am talking now about the parent system. The same thing also applies to the God. Yeah, the God gave birth to all of us as children, but our position determines what we take out from the God in which we serve. Let's let look this moment. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I think I'm very happy I'm doing well, well time because I intend closing early. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Let's look at what the scripture is saying this morning. The Bible here says, it said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, let's pause there. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, I want to ask you this question. Are you in Christ? Because we are quick to read that very particular scripture. But we are very slow to think what the scripture is saying. He said, if anyone is positioned in Christ, he is a new creation. Which means ability for you to constantly be new. That is what that scripture is making us to understand. If anyone is in Christ. So the day you go out of Christ, you are no more a new creation. But as long as you keep positioning yourself in Christ, you keep on becoming a new creation. Whereby all of a sudden, every morning, that scripture the Bible says, um, he says his mercies are new every morning. You begin to enjoy the newness of the mercies of God. Because why? You are positioned in Christ. Let's get, let me finish the scripture. He said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is a comma, he is a new creation. He said, all things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new not it is going to become they have become new so which means that as long as you are still positioned in christ you are new every day the ability for you to create new things the ability for you to come up with new ideas the ability for you to come up with solution covid19 has come to the point that it has shrink us the church in south africa we are all streaming online the ability for us to constantly position in christ to create a new thing and that's one of the things for me. I tell my family of rest. I tell them point block. I say, see, I am here to serve the Christ in you. Because I know if you can awaken to the Christ on your inside, we will control South Africa. We will control this continent. My dear sisters and brother, I am working with this understanding as captured in the book of Isaiah chapter 2 and Micah chapter 4, where the Bible says that the Lord's house shall be exalted above all mountains, where the church will be the one that will be sending people, sending members to parliament, sending members to judiciary sending members to executive because why we are positioned in christ and we know how to solve the problem as the problem decide to appear so because of that as we as born again child of god we are not afraid of problem i have said that several times that number to my members we are not afraid of problem in fact as a matter of fact problem is what makes us come anew again when we see problem ability this is common because we know that we have Christ on our inside. We are positioned in Christ. And so because of that, we commonize the problem. The problem does not become an issue for us. We look at the problem, we turn it to which we stick. I don't know how to describe to a stick in South Africa. But you know those very particular sticks you use? In my Nigeria, we use it. It's a, it's, a, it's a stick or whatever you cut from the tree. I just put it and you're using it to brush your teeth because why? Uh, close up was not closed at that time. The close was very fast. So because it's now that the close up has come close. So we can now buy close up and all those things. But it was so far at that point. But what am I trying to make you understand? 
when you are now in Christ, when you are positioned in Christ, you become a new creation. Let's get to see Romans chapter 4 verse 6. Romans 4 verse 6. He says, he said, we wherefore, he said, we were therefore buried in him through the baptism of death. He says, and I mean, through the baptism of death in order that Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father. He said, we too walk. I mean, we too may walk in the newness of life. I'll read it again one more time. He says, Romans chapter 6, verse 4. He says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. Buried with him through baptism into death. He said, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, he said, we too may walk in the newness of such life. Which means the ability for us to be positioned in to be able to walk in that very particular reality is what you and I need to think. One of the things in which I put here, I said, beloved, it is your position in Christ that determines the power that flows in your life. The position in Christ determines the power that flows through you. And that's why for me, I am sick and tired or get flumped and I get worried when I see members, one minute you come to church, the next minute you don't come, and that week you don't come, all of a sudden hell break loose, you come back again, you have turned the church to a Sangoma center or to a consulting center where you don't come. It, it, things are worse. Let me go and see what they are going to say. No! Your constant position in Christ determines what flows in you and what flows out from you. Because why? You have taken from the Father. So ability for you to create becomes an easy thing. Let's look at 2 Timothy. Because after this we'll be looking what are the benefits when you find yourself positioned in Christ. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 19 to 21. 2 Timothy 2 19 to 21. The Bible here says, It said, nevertheless, it said the solid foundation of God stand." The solid foundation of God stand. He said, having his seal. He said, the Lord knoweth those who are his. He said, and let everyone who named the name of Christ depart from iniquity. He said, but in the great house, there are not only vessels of gold or silver. He said, but there are also vessels of wood, vessels of clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. He said, therefore, if anyone will cleanse themselves from the latter, he says, he will be vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master's use prepared for every good work do you know what the scripture is making us to understand you determine the position that you are currently he says there in that very particular grace house he said i'm in a great house he says there are vessels of gold and vessels of silver he said there are vessels of wood and vessels of clay he said but if anyone will determine to purge themselves and plant themselves in the things of god position themselves in the things of god he says that very particular person he says he will be vessel for honor but do you know that in the house, and this is the thing also I want to say to every one of us as believers. That's why when I see people talk about some certain believers and co, I wonder. Because why it all depends on our understanding. There are people that God will use mightily on the face of the earth. It is not because the anointing is selective. No. It is because the people who come into that very particular work with God, they chooses to stretch their capacity. It is not because the anointing is selective. The anointing is not selective. When God was sent, Jesus was sending everybody. He said, therefore, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. He sent everybody. And he says, as you go, these signs shall follow them that believed. As you go. So which means the ability for us all to go, the mandate was given. But it is those who decided to engage it strategically. Those are the ones that pick the flow of it and so because of that i'll say it again the anointing of god is not selective it is only available for those who are positioned in that very particular place just like the scripture we've read there are vessels of honor 
and there are vessels of dishonor. When we talk about the dishonor, we're not talking about the fact that that vessel is useless. If that vessel is going to be ready for it to be used, to be positioned and say, no, I cannot be sitting in church. I cannot be a Christian and all of a sudden be a wasted or for lack of a better word, a vegetable. No, I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't, it's, it's, it's an I can't thing because why? Your position in Christ, because you know what flows out from him into you, will make you always want to stay at the edge. Now, let's begin to look. Your position in Christ, or your position in God, is strongly determined by these very particular four things quickly. Because I want you to see it. Your position in God is strongly determined by these four things. If you can get these very particular four things, I bet you, oh my dear sisters and brother, you will be operating at will. When it comes to the creative ability of God. What are the four things? Number one, your position in Christ. Remember, we are looking at point number one, your position in God. I have two points. Point number one, your position in God. And the second point, I'll tell you. But let's look at what your position in Christ determines from you. Number one, your believing and receiving of him. I know that, yes, you say, but pastor, I'm currently now in life on service. So I believe him. But if you believe him, do we see your position in him? Do we see? You're believing and receiving of him. Have you received Christ in full? Not that you've confessed it and all of a sudden to you is an escape route. Have you received this Christ in full? You're believing and receiving of him. The book, the Bible says the book of John chapter 1 verse 12. John 1 verse 12. He said, but as many as received him. So which means he know that there is a lot of them that have not received him. He said, but as many that have received him. He said, to them he gave power to become. He gave them power to become. So which means your receiving and believing of God gives you the power to become. The power to become creative like God. The power to become creative like Jesus. The power to become creative like Noah. Where all of a sudden, there was no prototype. There is no, he didn't go to any apprentice school to learn how to create that kind of magnitude of a ship. But yet he was able to create the ship. Why? He was positioned in God. We are believing and receiving gives you the power to become become anything you want because why you are already now the sons and daughter of god so you can become anything number two what does your position determine from you it determines your trust of him number one your believing and receiving number two your trust of him do you trust god so much to the point that even when the thing is not going your way you are settled and grounded that as far as the creative still flow it will come right for me we consider the book of Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 5 and verse 6. Proverbs 3, 5 verse 6, it says here, it said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It said, lean not on your own understanding. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. It was a compelling that we're saying to us believers, trust him. We live in a time and age, even now with the pandemic that is currently, for lack of better, I don't even know if the thing is everywhere now because now I'm even confused. Well, for South Africa, where I am currently now, for the pandemic that is currently now in South Africa, do you trust God that no matter, I'm not saying, don't, don't be careful, I'm not saying don't adhere to the regulation, please do. But I'm saying, do you trust God that no matter, even when it is mistake, you can never get this thing? Or let's say now, you are sitting now, and you are listening, you are watching, you now have COVID-19. Do you trust God to the point that you know that this COVID, as I'm going to take this communion, the communion will swallow up this COVID, and I will go tomorrow and go and test, and it will tell me negative. Do you trust God to that extent? Where all of a sudden, the sickness is in your body, but you trust God. Forget it. it can't, it's not unto death. And you relax. And people are wondering, how is this? It's not unto death. And people say, ah, but darling, you don't understand. It's not. Forget it. It's not. Because why? Your trust 
has formed a committal responsibility to God. Your belief sponsors confidence, but your trust sponsors committal. That is what enforces the covenant to flow from the top to you. Your trust in God enforces your committal to be with him. Number three, what is again that determines? It's determined by you. It's the fact. Your commitment to his will. Your commitment to his will. We see that in the book of Psalm chapter 40 verse 8. Psalm 40 verse 8. Psalm chapter 40 verse 8. The Bible makes us to understand. David was saying here. He said, I delight to do your will. I delight to do your will. I delight. To, no wonder we can see with the life of David. No matter how far when David was chased out of the throne and he was at Adullam, the creative ability that entered his boys for them to go and fight Absalom back, to take back his position, it was in view. Because why? He was positioned in God. The ability for him to constantly do the will of his father was one of the things that he delighted so much. He said, I delight to do your will, oh my God. He said, your law is within my heart. Your law, which means every law, principle, and testament that I need to do is within my heart. We also see in the book of John chapter 4 verse 34, Jesus Christ himself said it. He says, my food is to do the will of him who have sent me and to finish the work. My will is to do the will of the father who have sent me and to finish the work. What is the will of God that you have carried on your inside that has become? Whereby for you, it is something that you cannot live without. You can't, it, is, it has become a default for you. You cannot, you, you, you wake up every morning, God, what must I do to create a party in heaven? What must I do to create a, for lack of a better word, a buffet in heaven? What must I do for heaven to go into a rejoicing for me? Because the more you do the will of the Father, the more the Father bombard you with an ability for you to create. And also because of that, the final one on this very particular point, what is your responsibility that determines your position? Your faith in God. Your faith in God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 17. It says, All. It says, Romans chapter 1, verse 17. It says, All in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. It says, As it is written, The just shall live by faith. My dear, every believer, see, living for us, we don't live by fact, we don't live by fear, we live by faith. It is what the word of God says that stands for us. It is what the word. So that position, you determine the position. Because why? The fullness of God is already on your inside. How far you can pull from the creative juice of the Father is determined by your faith in God. No wonder we say with this very particular story when Jesus caused the fig tree and Peter came and screamed, Master, the tree which thou caused is dead and withered. And Jesus said unto him in the book of Mark chapter 11 verse 22, he says, my dear Peter, he says, Jesus said unto them, have faith in God. Just have faith in God. When your faith is set to the God, every other thing, becomes easy for you. And one of the things where we say about positioning, positioning will demand humility from you. Oh, your ability for you to be positioned in God. There are stuff that will come that will want to take you out from your position in God. But how humble you are. We can see that very particular prototype in the life of Jesus in the book of Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 to verse 11. Philippians 2, 5 to 11, where we get to see where the Bible says, he said, let this man be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. He said, who being in the form of God did not consider robbery to be equal with God. He said, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming to the likeness of men and being formed in the appearance as a man. The Bible says he humbled himself and become obedient to the point of death, even the one on the cross. He humbled himself. He was positioned as much. Do you notice something about Jesus? Jesus was God in person. Jesus, see, 
I don't know how to really break this one easily, whereby it can make you understand. God, the Father, it is still the one that came out of the Father to become a son. And out of the son, they create a system, the person who can be able to manipulate and hold the system so that when you ask and you make a demand from the system, which is the person of the Holy Spirit, who constantly remind you, all of them were embedded in the world. They just have division of labor. That's all I will say. Division of labor. The father makes sure that the intelligence of what he has created comes out from his son. And so when you employ in the name of Jesus to take that very particular thing, using the understanding of the Holy Spirit on your inside of you, you take the provision of what the father has put on the son. It's just called division of labor. But now notice with that very particular Jesus, that same Jesus all of a sudden, who was God in person in the, in the spirit world, decided to come in the form of man. My dear, it takes a full humility for you to do that. Where you know that if you do like this, everybody's dead. And yet, there is a mob justice about to kill Jesus. And all he was doing, he was writing on the floor. He was humbled and positioned in God, his father. Because at that moment, he was now a man. And so, because he's a man on this earth, the ability for him to be humble and positioned in God was part of his responsibility. And now we now see that after the humility in positioning in God was in view, verse 9 of Philippians 2, verse 9, he said, therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. But what enforced that thing? Number one is the fact that he was humbled and in his humility, we find his position in God. So now let's look. What are the benefits of positioning? Because I want you, I want you to take this thing in full so that by the time this service is over, I want you to be creating at will. I want you to look at the circumstances and, and do yourself, for lack of a better word, do yourself a verification check. You know where, for example, like banking system, after some certain time, they tell you, no, we are doing FICA verification. The ability for your account to still remain active, they have to do a FICA verification. So this service is a FICA verification for the creative ability of God to be in view in your life. Funny enough, I feel like naming it FICA verification. I think it would have made sense. But nonetheless, the ability for you to do a verification now. Let's see. After you have checked your position, what are the benefits of positioning? Number one, glory, power, and authority is given to you. Because you are positioned, the glory, the power, and authority, which is, I call it the enabling, the enabling ability. The enabling ability. The thing that enables you. Glory, power, and authority is given to you. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 5. The Bible here says, Isaiah 40 verse 5. It said, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. He said, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall seize it. The glory of the Lord. But that can only be for the flesh to be able to see it and for others to see it. It is determined by your positioning. So which means when you position right, ability for you to display his glory, to display his power, authority for you to make a demand and it's established, it's now become your view. Also we can see in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 17. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17, it says here, it says, for our light affliction, which is born for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. A far more exceeding. So which means no matter what you are going through, is your position in God or your position in the system of this world. Is your position in God or your position in your brother, your boyfriend, your uncle, or whoever. Is your position in God or your position in whatever will be, will just be. He says here, for our light affliction, which means affliction will come, but they are light. He says, but for a moment. And sometimes those light affliction comes to shift us from the position. When you position yourself right in God, glory, power, and authority 
becomes to you. Number two, what is the benefit for your position in God? Wisdom and understanding. Wisdom and understanding. All of a sudden, you flow in the wisdom of God because why? You are constantly positioned. You are not moved. If at this very particular position thing I'm talking about, when you want to operate this position, it's like how the sun, the example that comes to my mind now, is, that, is the position that happened between the sun and the moon. Do you notice something within the sun, with the moon? The moon does not generate any light. But no matter where the sun turned to, the moon will find himself to go there all the time to position himself in the place of the moon. And do you know what? As the moon is positioned in front of the sun, the moon had no need to generate light. But all of a sudden, the sun is busy doing the business. But the moon is just reflecting the light. The same thing also applies to your position. When you position yourself right in God, God is the one that has all the creativity and stuff. But because you are positioned fully, you begin to reflect the light on every aspect of your life. The light of creativity in your family. The light of creativity in your job. The light of creativity in the works of your hand. The light of creativity even in your ministry. And the things that contains it. Because why? You are positioned like the moon. The moon has no business thinking of how to generate any light. All he does is to position himself and put himself in the sun. And before you know what is going on, do you know that you can carry your phone and snap the moon? In fact, there's even a full moon celebration. Some tradition, even worship the moon. Can you try that with the sun? Put your phone and see if you catch a picture. In fact, a, a one, milli, what is it, one millimeter, whatever they call it, closer to the sun, you are dead. But you can go. In fact, science has even gone into the moon and stuff. Try that. Enter the sun. Science has not discovered the technology of entering sun. But when the moon position, all of a sudden, we all celebrate the moon. Why is celebrating? I mean, why is celebrating not happening in your life? Are you rightly positioned or you are not positioned? And also, as I said here, your understanding. I mean, it gives you wisdom and understanding. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse, I mean, 1 Corinthians 1 30, it says here, but of him you are in Christ Jesus. You say, who, is, who has become for us wisdom of God? The moment you are now positioned in God or positioned in Christ, all of a sudden you become the wisdom of God because Christ has become that for us. And before you know what is going on, you begin to reflect the wisdom that is on your inside. Remember today's service is activating the power to create. The ability is already on your inside. I'm telling you what you need to do to press the activating button on your inside. And when you press it, wisdom and understanding becomes your lot and portion. And also number three, what is again the wisdom number three when it comes to the benefit of positioning? Before I get to my point number two, benefit of positioning number three is the fact that spiritual health, strength, and vitality becomes your portion. Because why? Just because you are positioned right with God, no matter what, he will do everything to make sure that you are healthy. The Bible says here in Psalm chapter 84, verse 7, Psalm 84, verse 7, he said, they go from strength to strength, every one of them that appear before God in Zion. The scripture says, he said they appear. So, which means they go from strength to strength, but there was a condition. They appeared. They were constantly positioned before God in Zion. So, the strength, ability for you to be strength and healthy, it is in view. But it determines by your position in God. Your position in God. Your position in God. Your position in God. Now also we see also in Psalm chapter 92 verse 12. He said the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and he will grow like the cedar of Lebanon. But do you notice something about a palm tree? The palm tree is always stationed. The palm tree does not move from one side. The palm tree does not say, okay, no, I don't like this very particular. I want to go to another place. The palm tree always, he said the palm tree is stationed. 
they are stationed in season and out of season no matter the weather condition the palm tree is not bordered he knows that i am positioned right here i will bring out my coconut and you will come and sit under me no matter what happened are you positioned this morning is a question that i want you to ask yourself now point number two it's my final point this moment as we begin to look in terms of ending the service and as we're doing this please i want you to prepare your communion if you're just joining us please have your communion in your table i also have my communion here and my wife also have her own communion where she is sitting but at the same time i want you to have you so that we can break bread and activate this very particular power to create point number two which is our final point what is point number two remember point number one your position in god point number two your engagement in god your engagement in god which is your ability to do not just to position but to do the thing if you can position right and do it also my dear sister there is nothing you want to create that is not in view as far as this god is concerned your engagement in god one of the things in which i put here i say god does not give his creative ability to spectators but he gives the creative ability to participators i'll repeat it again god does not give his creative ability to spectators he gives them to participator the ones who are going to be participating in the things of god those are the ones that god compel his creative ability to be upon their life just because you are born again does not mean that all of a sudden the fullness of the creative power of god will be operation in your life no my dear it takes time god will only be trusting some of them to you based on your ability to participate in the things that matters to him my question to you this morning what is your engagement in god are you one of those members because now i'm currently streaming on, on what's called on a global platform are you one of those members in your church where all of a sudden everybody must serve you but you don't want to serve and yet you want to be the one to be demanding every for lack of a better word every vip treatment my dear even your jesus served your jesus was doing he says i am busy doing my father's business i am doing the will of my father he was a doing jesus he was not a sitting jesus as much as he was positioned in god he was also a doing jesus in god he was not a jesus that was just sitting waiting for peter james and john to go and hustle and stuff no he was hustling with them if i have to use it on the local term he was hustling doing the business with his father my question to you this morning are you the participant i mean what you call are you the spectator that wants everything to come to you and yet you don't want to add anything to the things of god let's look at the bible this moment the bible says in the book of john chapter 8 verse 12 john 8 verse 12 it says here he says then jesus spoke unto them saying he said i am the light of the world he said he who follows me will not walk in darkness but will walk in light he who follows me will not walk in darkness but will walk in the light of god he who follows, which means the ability for you to follow what he's doing he said will walk in light and not in darkness the reason why darkness is still in your life my question to you this morning are you following what you've seen from the scripture that your jesus is doing are you a doing member or you are a spectator i mean or you are just a spectator member are you a participatory in the body of christ or you are the one that complains and attack we have seen so much especially currently now where all of a sudden because you have a phone and you have a data you are quick for you to be the fbi and the peer of god instead of you sitting down and doing the business of the father there are people whereby i don't know who created the department for them all of a sudden they are the one who are the sss fbi for lack of better word all those what you call security agency that they are the one that can criticize and criticize and insult everything and for me i looked at them i said my friend you are wasting your time see my dear check check the life of those people 
Maybe I need to help you. Check the life of those people who are constantly attacking the body of Christ under the name that they are smarter. They are sitting there on their phone trying to do Facebook like and everything. Check their life. Their life, there is nothing in view. My dear, I bet you check their life. Nothing that you can see that this is the handwork of God. But nothing, nothing, nothing. I can mention them and I can do this. But for this one, nothing in view, nothing. Instead of being a doer, you are now sitting there attacking. See, Jesus did not come to attack anybody. He came to make sure that Christ becomes in us. He was busy doing his business. He left every, no matter the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all those very particular ones, the Sanhedrin and all the people that were in the temple. If you notice, Jesus was just doing his own thing. One of the minutes, if you want to kill him, he disappears. The other minute, he negotiates. But as far as the thing is, he, he didn't wear the white, wake up and when I begin to, to attack, he said, no, this ministry for me, I need to stop it. Let me just attack this idiot. He didn't do that. He was busy doing the will of the Father. One of the things I say there, I say your ability to engage in the things of God is what makes the life of God be in you. The ability for you to engage. The ability for you to do. The ability for you to participate. That as much as you are positioned, you know that you are positioned fully. But now, what is the part of your doing in having the creative ability of God? The book of John chapter 1 verse 4. It says, in him was life, and the light was the light of men. The ability for you to do brings the light of God to reflect on your life. The ability for you to do. The Bible made me to understand the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 17 to 20. You can write the scripture down. Mark 16, 17 to 20. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Which means, yes, signs will follow that believe. He said, in my name they shall cast out devils. He said, they shall speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, they will, I mean, if they drink any deadly thing, it would not hurt them. He said, they will lay hand on the sick and it will recover. He said, so then, after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up in heaven and sat at the right hand of God. Now, this is where the caveat now. This is where the turning point of that scripture. Because we are very quick to, come, to make that very particular scripture, to say it. But this is the caveat of, this is where the comma comes. He said, and they went out and preached everywhere. Which means they went out to do. They were not just confessing. Oh, and this sign shall follow them that believe. You know, because I believe the sign must follow me. The sign only follow doers. It doesn't follow the ones who just sit there and spectate. It follows doers. The Bible says in verse 20 of Mark 16, 20, he said, and they went out and preached everywhere. He said, and the Lord was walking with them, confirming the word he said in 17 and 18, and accompanying it with signs and wonders. It is in the doing that signs and wonders follow. It is in the doing that you now begin to carry the creative mind of God. For instance, with us as platform, as your lead pastor currently now, I constantly wake up every morning. Responsibility has been placed on me. I don't need anyone to make me accountable for that. Because I know my position and the responsibility in me to always all the time be in the sight of God, constantly engaging on the work of God so that I can be able to pull the result that is equivalent for you to be blessed. Because if I do not preach of this gospel that God has embedded in me, the ability for me to flow with his creative understanding, the ability for me to open the scripture, and all of a sudden, boom, wisdom just popped out of it. It didn't just come out by me just reading the scripture. I want you see believers whereby they read the Bible and all of a sudden nothing comes out. But I engage in the doing, and because I engage in the doing, God is compelled to remove the limits in my mind that is making me not to be able to pull the light of the scripture. The ability to do. The ability to do. And one of the doings in there, the Bible makes us to understand. In the book of Proverbs chapter 11 verse 13. Proverbs 11 verse 13. It says, he that winneth soul is wise. You want to be wise? Do the business of willing soul. 
When last have you settled down to ask somebody, do you know Jesus? The ability for you to use, I know people, you know, we are very quick for us to use this statement. No, my life is displaying Christ. My dear, people don't see your life. People want to see your actions. Your life, sometimes that you even hide, sometimes you don't even know. Because if you want to look at your life, your life must be the totality of what happened in the morning and in the night. If we look at it totally, can we say Jesus is Lord in your life? So Jesus knew too well that your lifestyle may not be one of the things that he will use as a yastic. But because of that, he now said, no, don't go and preach. Your lifestyle may not be in view, but you preach. Let my Holy Spirit walk through you and make you perfect and make the person you are preaching perfect. When last have you sat down and carry your phone, look at two or three of your friends. Say, no, this is my friend. I can't allow them to go to hell. I can't allow this person to perish like this. There is life of rest in God. And you win them to Christ. You say, he that winneth soul is wise. So which means as you keep winning soul, God is committed to give you wisdom. He's committed to make you wise. He's committed because the moment you are winning soul, every soul you win for God, a credit of wiseness is being put in your account. A credit of, so if you want to be a wise man on planet earth, get into the business of winning soul for God. It also says in the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 9, he say, blessed are the peacemaker. He say, for they shall be called the sons or the daughter of God. When we look at your life, are you a peacemaker? With you finish in service, possibility that you have somebody that you want to go and fight. Like, ah, this person is owing me money. If I don't show this person my color, you don't know. I must tell this person I'm a Zulu guy. You don't threaten a Zulu man and go free. What benefit will it be for you? And yet you call yourself a Christian. And you don't understand. I'm a Nigeria. I must show you my nationality. We are stubborn and stuff. And then does that actually equate to anything in your bank account? Does that equate to anything that can develop your growth, develop your creativity in God? You say, blessed is the peacemaker. So which means you must be a peacemaker to be blessed. You say, after then, the sons and daughters, they shall be called the sons and daughters. Just because your God is a peaceful God. All of a sudden, don't you see how the Jesus that came out of the God was just, he was just performing miracle signs and wonders everywhere. We get to see also in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 3, the place of obedience. The place of obedience in doing. It says there, Deuteronomy 28, 1-3. It says, Now it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, and observe to do all that he has commanded you to do. It says, after you have doing or the doing, it says, the Lord will set you high above all nations of the earth. He said, and all the blessings will come upon you and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord. You don't just hear it. You obey the voice of the Lord. You want to be creative in this very particular season, in this second half of the year. The ability for you to operate in the creative knowledge and the creative power of God. It can only be compared by two things. Number one, your position in God and your engagement in God. Your position in God and your engagement is the ability to do. Not just sit down, but to also do the works therein. And with that being said, what are the benefits if you engage in the doing of God? What are the benefits in the doing? Number one, you will be trusted with more. Oh, you will be trusted with more. Oh, God would, just because you keep doing, God will keep pouring. Ah, this might, this, all of a sudden, you just become the favorite son or daughter of God. All of a sudden, people look at you, ah, is it only you as a Christian? You say, yes, it's because it's only me that is doing it. That's why it's only me. You are trusted with more. We got to see the book of Luke chapter 16, verse 9 to 11. Now, this was a story that we all understand too well. This very particular guy called, the, for, lack of, for lack of better, called the shrewd manager. 
But this is something he says in verse 9 about that very particular guy. He says, and I say unto you, Luke 16, 9, I say unto you, make friends for yourself by their righteous mammon, that when you fail, that they may receive you into an everlasting home. He says, he who is faithful with the least, which is ability to be faithful with that little, if all you can do every week is to win one soul to Christ, to do the things of the Father one every week, my dear, imagine in one month, God has created your account with four wisdom, four wiseness, the ability for you to be wise. Four, four, just one, one, one. And this is the thing here. Let me say this easily. This is the thing also. You don't need for them to come to your church. So that let me help you. Just win them to God. And when you win them to God, if they are not in your vicinity, recommend the church that is close to that. You know it is Bible-based believing church. Not church that performs miracles, signs, and wonder. No, those things does not grow believer. Haven't you seen that when they even get the miracles and stuff, all of a sudden, in a few weeks, they are back again praying for enemies of the Father's house. It is the ones who are settled and grounded. You take them to a, recommend them to a church that is settling and grounded in them. Where they grow in the knowledge and the things of God to the point that they become, they are able to route the same way that you route you'll be trusted with more he now says in verse 11 of luke 16 11 he said therefore if you have not been faithful with the unrighteous mammon he said who will commit more to your hand who will commit the, into your hand the true riches the true riches we're talking about if this is the person of christ he said god will not commit that into your life. like ah if this small one you cannot do and you want me to now give you the all of me or probably to press all the activated button in you. Ah, forget it. You will not do anything also. Because why? You are not faithful with small. So God is not trying to say here that he has not, he will not do it for you. No. He is trying to make you understand this small one that you are not faithful. If I still give you this big one, not to, so it is going to be a waste. So let me not waste my energy and my time on you. That's what the scripture is making us to understand. We also see with the story of the talent. The parable of the talent, the book of Matthew chapter 5 from verse 14 to 30. I will not be able to read it because it's a long one, but I'm just going to pick the scripture. Matthew 5. For, I mean, Matthew 25, sorry, 14 to 30, the parable of the talent. We get to see with these very particular three men. They were given according to their ability. The man gave them, not because the man does not have more to give them. The man gave them because of what they can pull off. He understands what they can pull off. And so, if some people will say, now that very particular guy was partial and stuff. No. Your Bible says he gave each of them according to their ability. So, if you think that my one dollars I gave you is too small, prove to me that it's too small by engaging with the one dollars. Because we can see the result of it all. We can see that in verse 28. The Bible says, as that one who was given one dollars, that refused to do something with the one dollars, the Bible says, and that the rich man took it from him and gave it to the one that has ten dollars. Do you see how your doing will commit more to your hand? Your doing brings more to your hand. Your doing, God will be able to trust you with more. And so what is the benefit number two? Is the fact that you are forever pruned and refreshed which means you will be pruned god will be the one to be removing things that will want to shrink you things that want to cause problem you are forever pruned and refreshed you can also put there you are forever your capacity and your structure for more is enlarged your capacity and your structure for more god will just take pleasure in just enlarging you just stretching you just finding a way to just say no my daughter is too good my son i can't allow my son to just remember like let me add more because the more he add for you the more you stretch all of a sudden god now for example let's let's even use your church currently now your platform church just because you are faithful in that very particular one department by god's wisdom and his grace upon my life i then give you more response as you go in that responsibility god begin to say no i'm trusting my sister i'm trusting my daughter i'm trusting my son and as you keep doing more more is committed into your hand because why he forever prunes and refreshed john chapter 15 from verse 1 to verse 5 
John 15, 1 to verse 5. John 15, verse 1 to verse 5. The Bible here says, it says, I am the true vine. He said, and my father is the husbandman. He said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he said, the father taketh away. Now, this is your Jesus preaching that. Mm. Every branch that is not bearing fruit, the father by himself remove it. Ah, this one is not, this one is useless. This one, I can't entrust my creative ability. I can't press the activated button on their inside because they are bearing no fruit. He says, and every branch that bears fruit, he said the Bible says the father purges it. What the, the purging there means, the father removes things that will make them not to bear more fruit. So which means all those nonsense, the, the insects on the branch and stuff, the father takes, imagine God now taking responsibility to purge you. Ah, you become refreshed day in, day out in God all the time. You become refreshed. Because why? He knows too well that you are an asset in his condom. You are not a liability. He begins to refresh you. He now says also, he said that it may bring much more fruit. So because of that, you get forever pruned and forever refreshed so that you can bring out more fruit. He now says, now, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. He said, abide in me, which is the place of positioning in God. And I also will be positioned in you. He said, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abides in the vine, no more can ye accept, except ye abide in me. He said, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, he said, the same shall bring forth much fruit. So which means, as you abide, you engage, you will bring out much fruit. That's what the scripture is saying here. I pray for somebody this morning, that as you begin to abide by positioning, and you begin to engage in terms of bringing more fruit, God will begin to entrust you with his creative ability in the name of Jesus. Now on this very particular point, number three, the final one, before we look at what is in it for our communion, is the fact that provision and security becomes a portion. Just by you, just engaging, God now takes it by himself to protect you. Provision, security, and protection becomes, you don't need to pray for that anymore. It becomes a default. Sometimes the reason why we pray for protections and all those things is because we are not doing what needs to invoke or what is invoking God's covenant protection upon our life. And so because of that, we have to pray for it instead of us just doing it. And before we know what is going on, we now walk in that very particular light. Luke chapter 22 verse 35. Let's look at the scripture this morning. Luke chapter 22 verse 35. The Bible here says, He said, And he said unto them, When I sent you without pause and script and shoe, he said, did you lack anything? And they said nothing. Now, Jesus was talking to the 12 disciples when he sent them out to go and preach. He sent them to go and do something. And when they went to do that very particular doing, before you know what is going on, provision for everything they need came in view. All that they need, the wisdom on how to preach, the wisdom, in fact, even the money to pay Kekena Pep or to pay Tuk Tuk Driver, all came from the action of doing from that doing jesus was asked and guess what jesus was asking this question where thomas and judas was <laughs> that's a dangerous question because you know thomas thomas does not know how to lie thomas will tell jesus forget it we lack ah forget that we lack but thomas says we lack nothing thomas the doubting thomas i think that's the name we call him the doubting one that one who doubt thomas thomas even thomas i, I bet you this thomas voice will be very loud just, we don't we know lack we know lack nothing <laughs> everything just they plenty for us but it was in the place of the doing that they lack nothing provision was supply exodus chapter 13 verse 20 to 22 exodus 13 20 to 22 he says here and they took their journey from circle and encamped in Ethan. 
in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by the pillar of cloud to lead them by day and to lead them in the way and by night in the pillar of fire to give them light to go by the day and the night. He says he took not away the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night before the people as they go. Before the people, as, because the Bible says, as they go, the pillar of cloud was constantly with them. So which means there was ever-ready security that was in their place. A security and an edge of protection was with them as they go. God's protection and his covenant for security can only be for those who are willing to engage. There are those who are willing to say, Lord, my life, I'm going to put it on this very particular work that you have called me to do. Mind you, this morning is called Activation Sunday. It's our Covenant Sunday. Where we come, we are reenacting our covenant back to remind ourselves that this work of God that he has called you and I for us to do is for us to finish and finish well. And we can only finish if we are willing to engage. Now, let's look at what is in it for us with the communion. How does this communion also enforces us to be able to apply and forces us to activate this very particular power to create. Now let's look at it. Like I put here, I say, what is in it for you with the communion? What is in it for you? So I want you to be picturing at your communion now you have it on your table. And if you don't have it, please, I beg you, go and get your communion. Just, just obey. Don't just sit and just watch my face. Get your communion. You may not even have a multicore. You may not even have the 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 the. the for, I wanted to say wine. The juice, because I don't know if you guys have wine. That's your own, it's you and your God. Don't put me here. You may not even have the juice. Maybe all you have in your house is just water. Put the water in the cup. And you don't even have this very particular wafer that is in my hand here. Maybe all you have is just the bread. Even though it's a biscuit or a cracker, just obey. Do it. The Bible says as they were eating. So which means the possibility that they were eating pap and steak. We don't know. He said as they were eating. We were not told what they were eating. He now says he took the bread. So which means everything was there, but he now take the bread that was there. So imagine that if they were eating pap and steak, he would have taken pap and said, this is the pap of the Lord. So please, I'm that, get something so that we can then pray together. Now let's look at what is in it for us with the communion. Number one is the fact that the communion activates the life of Christ in us, which is the ability to create. Remember from the scripture, the text that we've just read, that the God himself put all the creative ability in Christ. And so when you take of this communion, all of a sudden, that same creative ability, this communion goes into your blood vessel and begin to morph your creative vein and change your brain structure to become creative like God. You activate the life of Christ. John chapter 1 verse 4, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. What is it making us to understand? That that life begets light. All of a sudden, you just become, for lack of a better word, you just, you just become shiny. You just shine. You just begin to shine. That's all I can see. You just shine. And in your shining, there is a lot of creative power that is on your inside that is sponsoring that shining. The communion carries the life of Christ. The life of Christ. Remember, there is a particular statement. The life of everything is in his blood. And so this blood you are going to take, you are injecting into your body the blood of Jesus. The life of Jesus. Every blood, I mean, every animal has a blood. Everything living has a blood on the inside. When the blood comes out, that animal dies. When Jesus' blood was out of him, the blood entered into you. And this is the mystery we're about to engage. You activate the life of Christ. And remember, in activating the life of Christ, you are activating the creative ability of Christ.
Point number two. What is in it for us with the communion? You activate the wisdom of Christ. As far as the life is on the inside, it also comes with the wisdom of him. The ability for you to know what to do at every point in time. Every point you know what to do. The wisdom of God comes into you. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 13. It makes us to understand. He said, but of him you are, for him you are in Christ Jesus, who has become the wisdom of God. Just because you are in Christ, and Christ already is on your inside, you already have the wisdom of God. And so this communion activates the wisdom of God, which is Christ on your inside, so that you can know what to do at every point in time. The ability for you to wake up this morning, my dear, you have no clue how many things came together to create your waking up system. The ability for you to listen to me, you have no clue what is forming together to make you listen to me at this very particular point in time. So the wisdom of Christ is activated via the communion. Number three, you activate his hand for health and vitality. You activate his hand for health and vitality. Because why? His blood cannot get corrupted. Even when Jesus was in the grave for almost three days, when he came out of the place, we did not see him go into a blood center to go and get blood infusion because why? His blood has been still No. His blood could not decay. It was impossible for the blood to decay. So as you partake of this communion this morning, I don't know what is that sickness that is in your body. I don't know what the doctor report has been saying in your body. Maybe you are having eye problem, ear problem, whatever the problem is. I want you to look at this communion that is about to take, which means the blood of Jesus and the body of Christ that is in front of you. I don't want you to look at that thing as a bread and water or a biscuit and juice. No. That is literal body of Christ and the blood of Christ on that table. As you partake of the communion, every sickness that has stopped you, every sickness negotiating you, I hereby terminate it in the name of Jesus. What is again is in it for us with the communion. When it comes to the creative ability is the fact that your light break forth. Your life, you just begin to, you, your, your understanding of the things of God is just become mysterious. Even you yourself, you don't even understand. Ah, I've been reading this scripture, but how come ah, all of a sudden you find delight in just going to read the Bible? You find delight in just wanting to do God's work. You find delight in just wanting to do the things of God. Where all of a sudden, even your finance to work with God is no more a problem because why? Your light has break forth on that very particular thing. The communion carries it. Let's look at it, the book of Luke chapter 20. Luke chapter 24. Luke 24. From verse 30 and 31. As we do that, please begin to prepare for your communion because we'll be going into prayers now. Luke chapter 24 from verse 30 and 31. What does the Bible cause to understand here? He says here, And it come to pass, as Jesus sits with them at the table. <laughs> the Bible says, He took the bread and he blessed it. After blessing the bread, he break the bread. He gave it to them. And the Bible says, And after they ate it, he said, Then their eyes were open. There was an enlightenment. A light break forth. Just by taking the bread. Taking that biscuit and the water that you have in front of you. And the bread, Jesus broke it. And they gave it to them. Their eyes were open. And they knew that this is Jesus. That a majority of you, you know or probably you've heard of the Jesus but you've not have an understanding. A light that breaks forth whereby you cannot be confused of any charlatan that is currently preaching nonsense in the world or anybody that will come with a pseudo gospel because your light has break forth via the communion. 
I don't know what is that thing this morning that has been befitting you. I don't know what you have lost from January to this very particular day on the 4th of July. I am here coming as a prophet of the Most High God with a mandate of rest to give to you. I have given you the things of God. The ability for you to position and the ability for you to engage will guarantee your rested life reality. I pray for you this morning that as you partake of the communion, everything that has kept you bound, everything that has delayed your rested life to become a reality, it is hereby terminated in the name of Jesus. And so this morning, I want you to rise up on your feet. Let's begin to pray this morning. What is the prayer point? We are going to pray three prayer points before we get into our communion. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to declare, Lord, let your power be activated in me through this very particular communion. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, your power, let it be activated in me. Hold your communion in your hand. Lord, let your power be activated in this communion. Let it be activated in my body as i take this communion let your power be activated the power to create the power to create the power to create lord i know that i've positioned myself i know that i am doing oh lord as i'm taking this communion the ability to position the ability to do her lord let it rest upon me speak to the communion and say lord let your power be activated let your power be activated. Let your power be activated. The power to create. The power for wisdom. The power for understanding. The power for light. Let it be activated this morning. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, your power upon my communion. Your power for me, Lord, to create. As I take this communion, Lord, I create. Your power goes in me. It pressed the activation button. The activation button is pressed for me to create, for me to have the life of Christ, for me to operate in Christ, for me to carry the wisdom of Christ. Let this communion sponsor it in the name of Jesus. As you are praying that prayer, I want you to say this. As you partake of this communion, the life and the person of Christ becomes your reality. Lord, as I partake of this communion, the life and the person of Christ becomes my reality. It becomes my reality. It becomes my reality. Everything about Christ becomes my reality. Everything that is in Christ is in me. As I take this communion, as I drink it, Lord, I drink the blood of Jesus. I partake of the body of Christ, which means sickness cannot stay in me. Diseases cannot stay in me. I cannot be limited. My understanding is broadened. My light of the things of God is broadened. It and force my position in and it empower my engaging in the name of Jesus. As you are praying this moment, I hear God just said to me, I want you to say something about communion. What do you want the communion to do? There is a blank check that is open for you this morning. What do you want that communion to do for you? Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. As you are praying, I need to be able to do this one this morning. I don't know who you are this morning. Maybe for you, you are just joining us for the very first time. And in you joining us and you are saying, man of God, I hear the message in which you are preaching. I see that I want to be able to be creator. I want to, I want to come out of this mess. I want to enjoy this rested life you keep talking about. I want to enjoy the life of Christ. I don't know who you are this morning. 
if you don't know jesus i am here to introduce you to christ my dear no matter the prayer you pray if you have not given your life to christ if you've never confessed jesus as a lord and personal savior all of this promise and the benefit that i have just preached this morning it can never operate in your life never 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 it can never operate it is those who are the sons and daughter that partakes of the mystery of this very particular thing and so if you know you don't know jesus and you want to know jesus you want to enjoy a life of rest one of the things i can guarantee you about you giving your life to christ is the fact that you begin to enjoy the reality of rest in your life and if you don't know jesus and you want to make jesus as a lot of personal savior or maybe for you you have actually given your life to christ but all of a sudden something happened you were like the prodigal son you left the house you removed from your positioning you refused to engage you were just walking left right and center i am here this morning to call you back home the father loves you so much the father does not want you to waste your life he doesn't want you to live a life of happens i mean happens chance he doesn't want you to live a life of maybe you want to know jesus so that your life can be full having jesus on the inside of you gives you a life that nobody can be able to take gives you a reality that only you can determine how far you can go to the point that the economy of this world cannot even stop you that is what the life of christ does and if you are that person this morning you are coming in for the first time you say i want to give my life to christ for the first time or maybe like you you've gone and you are coming back again and if you are this very particular two people this morning i want you wherever you are i want you to repeat this prayer after me i want you to say this lord jesus i confess my sin i confess my sin with my mouth lord i am not worthy to help myself i believe on the price that you paid on the cross of calvary forgive me of my sin Deliver me, O Lord, from the nature of sin on the inside of me. Deliver me, O Lord, from the nature of sin that is on the inside of me. By the voice of Christ this morning, I believe that he died for me. And I believe that he was resurrected on the third day. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Be my God and my Savior. In Jesus' name we pray amen if you've just said that very particular confession i want to welcome you let me quickly pray with you before we partake of the communion father lord i bring your sons and your daughter this morning they have confessed jesus as their lord and personal savior father i pray this morning that as they partake of this communion father every life of christ oh lord becomes their lord and their portion father i pray that the benefit of a new timer will become their part in the name of jesus i decree this morning that for them to be for them to be roped up in christ this morning everything that has kept them bound thus far it is hereby eradicated in the name of jesus father we give you all the thanks and praise blessed be your holy name forevermore in jesus mighty name we pray amen and if you just made a very particular prayer point i don't know if you are still praying and we are still enforcing what we, i want you to do in this one minute with the communion in your hand i also have my own communion you can see currently now i want you to ask god for something god let this communion go down in history let today july 4 be the day that every pain everything that has kept me bound and kept me limited let it be broken off this morning open your mouth and begin to pray i want you to place a demand and begin to compel on your communion Reketos 
zete. Father Lord, we thank you. We give you all the thanks and praise. Rotoske barina kos zete ligadoshata. Reketos gepiana nos zete ligadosha. Thank you, Father, for doing this. I want you to take this communion. I want you to have your communion in your hand and make this confession with me. I want you to say this after me. As you take this, as you say this, you will break the communion. You will take the communion and you will begin to pray. You will say this after me. As I partake of this communion, as I partake of this communion, the creative power of God is in me. The creative power of God is in me. All of Christ is now my reality. As I engage in this communion, my business have the creativity of God. My life reflects God's creativity. My ministry reflects God's creativity. And everything that concerns me reflects God's creativity. The wisdom of God is seen with me. As I perform and operate, I operate at the standard of God. I operate at the creativity of God. And I operate at the ability of God. I am not limited. I am unstoppable. Because Christ is my life. As I partake of this communion, sickness is not my portion. Diseases is not my portion. Death shall not come near my dwelling. I am forever protected and I am forever secured. I am forever protected. I am forever secured. As I partake of this communion, nothing of Christ is missing in me. I want you to say that one more time. As I partake of this communion, nothing of Christ is missing in me. And nothing of Christ is unattainable for me to reach. Uh, nothing of Christ is unattainable for me to reach. Thank you, Lord, for doing this for me. For you expressing yourself, I appreciate you. I submit myself in humility as I position and as I engage. Let all of Christ become all of me. In Jesus' name we pray. And every one of us will say, Amen. You can now break your communion. As you break your communion, be in the mood of worship and thanksgiving, and I'll release the blessing, and we'll take our offering, and we'll be done. Partake of your communion this moment. That's all we have for today, but be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.